guys, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Stop worrying. Stop crying. Stop throwing things. Stop vomit- vomiting. I've had it with the vomiting. Uh, it, the smell is ungodly. It smells like a Scottish high street doorway. And I won't stand for it. I absolutely will not stand for it. Um, guys, look, listen. Yeah, sorry. F- five minutes late. Um, the camera, just just no worky. He no worky. And now he's coming about there. Just, well, there you go. That's a good boy. Uh, yeah, no worky. He starty worky, then he no worky. So I changey, different camry. Uh, now we here. Um, I've had to threaten bands this morning already. And, you know, even half an hour before the show started, already the ban hammer was dropping. Uh, accusations of shoddy programming of the alleged AI system that allegedly uh, pre-records the shows. Um, some people getting cute in the Discord. And I will not stand for it. I've, I've had enough of this bullying. It's cyberbullying. And I will not tolerate it. I will not tomulate. I will not tomulate last week's communist uprising. I will not tomulate this aggressive and these this spurious fake news. The fake news media lies. A lot of lies. A lot of lies. Lies about AI. Lies about pre-recorded shows a lot of lies sad sad losers that want to spread fake news i'm going to build a wall to keep these uh, that's kind of i guess what the ban hammer is what it represents in many ways it's just an instant wall just to keep them out keep the commies out keep the uh oh it's just the, 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 the i look i i've uh, t- look, enough of this. Let's storm the studio. He can't ban us all. <laughs> Let's see their may eyes. Come on, guys. Um, I've, I've got no idea what's going on today. I've just... I've spe- uh, the tit sweat. It's, I say it's equivalent to yesterday, but it's not even hot. I mean, it's quite hot out there, but it's not like proper hot. Like We're not into the 30s, are we? We're not into the mid-30s. That's presumably coming. And, oh, God, I think it's going to be... I might just have to do it topless. Do a bit of a Burt Kreischer. Just, and then you'll be able to see. I'll ramp the camera up to 1080 as well, so then you can zoom in and really, really see live in action the tit sweat not only forming, but then dripping down my shimmering naked body. And you can look at that. You can do what you want with it. You can draw fan art of it. You can, you could take snaps of it and then Photoshop your own head onto it and send it to a lover. It's open season, guys, but I will not tolerate this fake news that this is a pre-record. It's not a pre-record. La lies, la lies, and for you, for you fake news, AI pre-record lot, the wall just got ten feet higher. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30s, love. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, 
I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes, Threshold.fm, Facebook, still, just barely, YouTube, sure, Twitch, why not? And, you know, and the app and the website where you can just listen to the audio and if you then you don't have to see any of my tits work. There's, as you can see, look there, it's really forming, really starting to form, just, yeah, there, this is the wrong colour shirt to have worn, man. That uh, is a real, a real rookie error. Um, shan't do that again. God, Jesus, the state of that. That is, <laughs> this is horrendous. Fuck, a real sweaty Betty here today. Uh, talking to Betty, or Bertie, rather, the build was kind enough to send me a uh, toy Bertie Bassett in a branded DJ build pint glass. He's holding a little reefer, and he came with a miniature bottle of Buckfast. Um, but in stress of, um, you know, having to get up in the morning and stuff, he's been left at home. Uh, but I'll bring that in tomorrow. He can live on the shelf. I think that'd be a nice nice place for him to live. And I've I've been informed that not to worry because the reefer is very weak. Uh, so that's good news because I have absolutely zero constitution when it comes to the ganja. I'm one of those guys who's like, yeah, I used to smoke a lot of weed in my teens, man. Then just started to get the paranoia, started to get paranoid, you know, and then the weed buffs go, oh, maybe you just need to try a different strain. Is there indica, sativa, or was it the boo-boo pants or the poo-poo chops? And I just ignore, basically, because, you know, I'm just... just trying to live my best life, and I think having a head full of the evil ganja... Um, you know, as DJ Fresh said on Instagram this week, uh, he told Congo Natty to stop smoking so much fucking weed. Uh, I don't want to get involved in that beef, uh, but you know, just recognising it on the show, there is a beef between DJ Fresh and Congo Natty, both particular favourites of mine. Uh, both have contributed enormously uh, to the world of drum and bass and jungle over the years, but there's a, 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 an ensuing controversy over a vocal on dibby dibby doo doo sound dibby dibby dum dibby 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 uh that may or may not be tenorfly some say it's tenorfly fresh says not tenorfly some say it was from the sample part that was then redone by someone else i don't know you know i'm not taking sides i think they're both pretty cool guys but fresh fresh did um did, did did fire shots at the weed smoking. Hey, I'm you know I'm not one to judge. You know I'm a liberal guy. You know, think all drugs should be legal. Go about go about your go about your weedy business however you see fit. Um, so that's the end of that one. Just just move on from that now. I think probably. <laughs> anyway, news got some good news here. Um, bit of fun. Bishop defends saying gays exist because pregnant women enjoy anal sex. Uh, <laughs> That is, uh, I 
I like that as a position. I think that's a fun position to take because there are some truisms in it. One, gays do exist. That is true. And women love, uh, pregnant women love anal sex. Everyone knows that to be true. Um, and I guess, look, but correlation doesn't equal causation. You know, just because there are gay people out there and just because women have fallen over themselves when they're pregnant trying to get as much anal as they can, um, it doesn't necessarily mean that one has caused the other. Maybe, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe the reason that pregnant women love anal sex so much is because they've been influenced by gay men. I don't know. I don't have all the answers. Anyway, um, your boy here, I don't know where he's from, because uh, that'd be Turkey. Not sure. Cyprus. Not far off. Um, he's he's not backing down. <laughs> he's, um, he's got a nice hat. He's got a big beard. It's uh, a little pipe at his boat here. He's keen. He's... Um, He's keen for the religion. He likes his religion. He don't want anyone messing with it. He's, uh, yeah. A religious leader who said mums, uh, mums-to-be who enjoy anal sex are the reason why gay people exist has defended his comments. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, oh, it makes the... Right, yeah, of course, that would make the child gay, right? Yeah, obviously makes sense. Uh, the Bishop of uh, More Hopeful... Neophytus, Neophytus, uh, makes make make the comments. Oh, come on, Hartley Parkinson. I expected more of you. Make the comments at a primary school in Akaki, Cyprus, saying the mother's enjoyment transfers to the fetus, making the child gay. What if the fetus is a girl? Hey, come on. There's some holes in your argument, buddy. He faced an international backlash and was ridiculed by some questioning what happens in the fetus uh, to make a priest... What happens to the fetus to make a priest's abuse children. Hartley Parkinson, clearly drunk at the controls... Okay, so this was written at half six in the morning. Published, so maybe it was written even earlier than that. Jesus, man. like can't, That's two sentences, completely just, you know... Off the rails. Let's try it again. I'll just, I'll just paraphrase. He faced an international backlash and was ridiculed with some questioning what happens to the fetus when priests abuse children. It's a fair, fair point if you're going by that logic. However, he now says he was teaching the words of the Orthodox Church. All right, guys. Which holy book, which ancient religious holy book does it say? Show me the passage. Show me... A citation needed, buddy. Citation needed, champ. Like, what? what is the... Uh, thou shalt not bum thy pregnant wife, lest thy child become a friend of Dorothy. It's not in there, is it? Like, he said, I express the position of the church and the position of the saints. Don't talk on behalf of the saints. There are no saints out there, what the patron saint of pregnant anal sex. It's not a thing, mate. It's not a thing. Um... Am I atheist-splaining to, uh, to him? Maybe. He also compared being gay uh, to a child having a musical talent. Odd comparison. Uh, he said that if a parent is a musician, there is a higher likelihood of the child being mu a musician. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, this, he claimed, is similar to... Hey, um, there was another one recently of a dude, I think Joe posted it in the uh, 
Facebook group, one of Joe's uh, very rare posts that doesn't have anything to do with capitalism. Um, and there was the theory. It was a theory that um, women going on having so heterosexual sex and the women being on top was turning men gay because the man's supposed to go on top uh, because the I, 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 <laughs> the man well in his eyes the man is supposed to go on top so when the woman goes on top it emasculates the man to the point but then there's nothing necessarily emasculating about being gay there are holes in this argument it's basically what I'm getting at there it's it's an interesting theory it's an interesting hypothesis I don't know how you would do it in a randomised controlled study I'd like to see that I think that'd be a fun bit of science I think that'd be a fun way to use the scientific method particularly if he had to be involved uh, either adjudicating or actually taking part in the study but I don't know think about it guys you know if you lads look lads okay young kings let's test this theory tonight yeah go home romanticize your girlfriend you know get her get her in the mood do all the things you gotta do to inspire her to make the beast with two backs with you and do it exclusively with her on top try this a couple of times see if you can get away from i don't know, maybe three times in the row and then next time you're at the gym just just spy a look just spy a look at one of your one of the other lads in there and just see how you feel about it. Maybe spy a look before you do all the sort of let girl on top sex and then spy a look after. Take some notes and just see whether or not... Actually, you might be like, actually, Dennis is looking kind of hot today. Dennis's ass is looking inviting. It's whispering to me. It's calling out my name suddenly. You, you never know. He could, he could be onto something. Personally, I don't think he is. But again, you got to test. You got to make a hypothesis, break a hypothesis. It's a scientific scientific method, baby boy. Um, okay. So, anyway, back to matey who thinks that gays happen because women have anal sex when they're pregnant. Really going in deep today. Like we're we're going we're all the way up to the elbow here. This he claims is similar to planting seeds in a garden that carry information in their DNA that is passed to the next generation. Why are we talking about gardening? He's all over the shop. In the video, translated by Metro.co.uk, uh, well, then this whole thing is questionable. If the, Metro, if the Metro can't even string a sentence together in English, how, they, like, how can he possibly expect them to have any sort of credibility when it comes to translating foreign languages? In the video, translated by Metro.co.uk, he said, it happens during the parents' intercourse of pregnancy intercourse or pregnancy intercourse of pregnancy it follows an abnormal sexual act between the parents to be more clear anal sex uh, saint porophyrius says that when the woman like that a desire is born and then the desire is passed to the child okie dokie uh, he made his comment during a series of meetings according to accept lgbti cyprus uh, they are attended by anyone from children to elders and the floor is open for people to ask the bishop uh, whatever they want. He said that Saint Porphyrius uh, had written about the issue and it is his comments that he latched onto in order to justify his theory, uh, which has not been scientifically tested. See? I said there'd be no science there. And what a surprise. Like, 
be an interesting one to try and get funding for. Maybe we should set up a crowdfunder. I think that could be a good use of Patreon dollars. Uh, just If anyone wants to just at least back-of-the-envelope sketch about what the study would look like, um, obviously you're going to have to sort of get some pregnant ladies involved. It's a long-term study as well, right? Because you might not see the results for 16, 18, 20 years. So, yeah, I mean, it's sort of going to become kind of like your life's work, isn't it? And then if you get to the end of it and it's just like just, just sort of no obvious results, you could consider it a waste of time. Uh Saint Saint uh Royos is a relatively newly declared saint who died in the nineties. Right. Okay. Who told gay people they should remain single and pray the gay away for the rest of their lives. All oh, right, he sounds like a chill dude, man. Wow. <sighs> it, it, it's sort of God, it's baffling, isn't it? Like, they're just making it up as they go along. Is there some sort of, like, strained... I don't know. Why? I don't know. I, I say, like, how can people get get away with this sort of thing? But then what's the... what's the For having just obnoxious, ignorant, retarded theories like that, what what should the penalty be? I mean, the penalty is just, just generally being sort of, like, ostracised from polite society, really, rather than, like, I don't know, 50 lashes or something. Perhaps not anyway guys look shoe throwers what are we talking about here where are we it's a fun way to start the show there but we we we, we must move on um what we got half light call back that's that needs to be loaded up this aurora bit by perio oh there's that zero let's have this zero two remix of curious this is a nice bit it's called find a meaning after a little bit of a palate cleanser after the um obnoxious onslaught of that last story well god bless him anyway i hope he gets the help he needs Interesting point about Fresh's clapback to Congo Natty was that for all Fresh's sort of genius and ability, clearly ability to code and do machine learning, he couldn't spell the name Tenafly right once. I think he maybe dictated it into his phone, and it's but it's it's an absolute mess.
You can go on top anytime you like. Your words don't match what you display. There's more to it than you say. Your words don't match what you display. the Zero T remix, Curist, find the meaning of the Bad Omen EP. What I want to know from this priest is, is, does he think that sex up the bum is okay as long as your wife's not pregnant? Is that, or do you just have to have a nine month break from it? Is that, look, I need more info. Nice, short, sharp, to the point. Okay, it can be done. Can be done well. That was fine. Absolutely fine. Man named Murder with murder tattooed on his neck. Please guilty to murder. <sighs> Fucking hell. Jesus. There's a lot of honk in this one, isn't there? A man known as Murder who has the nickname tattooed across the front of his neck. He's pleaded guilty to murder. All the signs were there, guys. All the signs were there. The killer, whose real name is Courtney Lawrence. Uh, there's our Courtney there. Courtney Murder Lawrence. Uh, pleaded guilty to killing Emmanuel Johnson during a court hearing Monday over a fatal incident following their attempt at a home invasion uh, in May 2016. The robbery in uh, Bradenton, Florida. Uh, Florida's. Flo- Florida's. Floridian man saw Lawrence 30 Johnson and a third accomplice shot shot at by the 38 year old homeowner whose house they'd targeted in a pre-planned raid Johnson was left laying on the driveway of the house afterwards and later died Lawrence admitted secondary murder attempted murder with a firearm and attempted burglary but burglary burglary I can't talk at all today for embroiling Johnson in the crime that ultimately ended up killing him he was caught after turning up at a hospital shortly after the shooting with gunshot wounds to his buttocks. Maybe, maybe they'd turn you gay as well. I don't know. Ask the priest. Um, as well as a shoulder injury. The Miami Herald 
reported that Lawrence was sentenced to 40 years in jail. Dang. And must serve at least 10 before he's considered eligible for parole. He did not speak during the court hearing, with Johnson's family reportedly becoming more emotional as the sentencing progressed. Shortly after Johnson's death, his grieving mother told sheriff's deputies she had warned her son not to hang around with Lawrence because of his violent past. Uh, he attempted the home invasion while on probation for armed robbery with a deadly weapon and drug dealing. Uh, Lawrence is also a suspect in a 2011 killing of James Earl Collins, 26, who was shot dead during an armed robbery. Well, when did the tattoo? When did he get the tattoo? Because uh, if he got the tattoo, you know, pre the 2016 slaying, uh, then it's kind of a, it is kind of a bit of an admission of guilt. I think an argument could be made in that direction, that you know, it's like the whole t- tattoo teardrop thing. It's like, did you dig out that because you killed? A, doesn't that mean you killed a guy? Yeah. And you've got one. Yeah. She kill a guy. Yeah. yeah. It's a fair cop. Like, come, on, come on, send him down. Not a lot of thought has gone on here. Has he got, is that a teardrop tattoo that he's got there or is that just a mole? I mean, the big tattoo. There's no pictures of the tattoo, annoyingly. Um, but, yeah, I imagine the teardrop's less of a concern if you just have murderer across the neck. <sighs> Very tied poddy. How old is he? 30. Pretend it could be a tie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could definitely be a tide podder. I think. I think he's 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 prime for it. Prime for it. Right. More seagull news. Uh, pub forced to get bird of prey after seagulls terrorise beer garden. Absolute fucking menace. They're now look. They're trying to take every quintessentially British thing from us. These seagulls, fish and chips ice creams on the prom, and now pub beer gardens. What next? They're going to be coming for your roast dinner. They're going to be coming after our plucky Morris dancers, our beef eaters. They're going to descend on the Tower of London and turn it into some fucking drunk, vomit-coloured, bloody seagull brothel. Wouldn't put it past them. Scum. Anyway, Jake Massey of a website called ladbible.com uh, reports, it's bad enough going to the pub with that tight mate who always says they're not hungry before eating half of your chips. I see we're doing the, um, we're doing the stupid journalist voice. Uh, but these food-nabbing pals of ours have nothing on seagulls, the masters of chip thievery, which have become such a new, new, nuisance that one beer garden that the pub has been forced to get a bird of prey to protect its customers. Uh, so, anyway. uh, patrons of the Imperial Weatherspoon Pub in Exeter, Devon, are regularly bothered by flocks of gulls uh, which dive-bomb customers to steal meals. However, the seagulls recently took the biscuit, pinching two meals from two separate tables in the space of an hour. Staff had to clear out the mess and make the customers replacement meals. Subsequently, the pub bosses decided to take action into their own hands, uh, action against their feathered foes. Tell you what you need, pal. You need me down there, the feathery king. The feathery king with my army of crows that circle round above my head, waiting to do my bidding, to come down and peck the bejesus out of all and sundry that I pour scorn on. You know, I could just, I could be going along the street with in the whole like feathery, 
feathery king get up. I've probably got a crown made out of old dead crows or something. And they're all circling around, three, four under the, the cunts. They're all out there, ready to just dive in at a moment's notice. I see some twat in a business suit with high-tech trainers, and they're on a micro-scooter. And I'm like, lads, fucking shoo him in. Clear him out. And they're all just, peck him to death. They pick the bones clean in minutes. They're like sky piranhas. They are terrifying. They're, they're drunk as well. They, they're drunk, they're hungry, they're on methamphetamines, and they do my bidding. I am the feathery king. And uh, anyway, I could go there. They could pay me a reasonable amount of money a day. Maybe I could do the show from the beer garden. Because presumably it's seasonal work, isn't it? There's not going to be anyone out there in the winter. So I could sort of hibernate in the winter. Or I could come back to the, you know... Well, it's effectively the broom cupboard at Trickstar here. Um, I don't. Who was was it? Toby Anstis, Andy Peters in the broom cupboard on Saturday Kids TV, and was it Roland Rat? Who was the Who was the toy? Who was the the puppet? I can't remember. Anyway, back to this beer garden. After doing a bit of research, they decided the best course of action was to fight fire with fire by bringing in a bird of prey to scare off the girls and protect pub goers. Yeah, that's fine until the bird of prey decides to go rogue and start actually killing guests of the beer garden. And then, you know, what, are you going to fight a bird of prey? Good luck. He's he's going to own the place. This is like when you've got kids, unruly kids, vandals, etc. They vandalise your shop. So then you call in the mafia. And then suddenly you're in the pocket of the mafia. And it escalates from there. And you end up... You, you, you know, maybe you should just try and clear them out yourself. You don't want to get the big boys involved. Spokesman for Weatherspoon said, We can confirm that a large number of gulls at the Imperial are causing a disruption for customers and staff in the pub gardens. Unfortunately, due to the size of the gardens, netting would be an impractical solution because of the wide open space. Get me in there with a the rifle. Honestly, it, it's, it's an option. Uh, other options have been researched and a natural bird deterrent option has been agreed. Management of the pub have just gained approval for a bird of prey deterrent program. Nice. To be carried out in the garden as soon as possible. It makes sense really if you have big scary blokes on the door to stop bad uns from attacking people. Why not have a hawk, kestrel slash eagle? It's a combination of all three. To prevent bad uns from above stealing customers' food. Sort of a sky bouncer, if you will. <laughs> yes, Jake Massey, it sort of is, if you will. The extent of the menace posed by seagulls uh, has been brought into focus of late after a chihuahua called Gizmo uh, was allegedly carried off by one of the birds. Poor Gizmo, RIP in peace. Press F to pay respects. Um, the four-year-old pooch was just chilling in Becker Hill's backyard in Devon when she said a seagull swooped down and grabbed the dog and flew off. That is a rough way to go. Speaking to Devon Live, the 24-year-old said she and her past partner are devastated. Carried Dismo, Gizmo uh, far away, afar away, as we couldn't see him anymore. I have no idea if he was dropped or where he is now. Again, please do press F to pay respects. Uh, the worst was feared when a bone with some hair on it was discovered on a roof. Um which is home to loads of seagulls and regularly listed with the carcasses of animals they've eaten and killed. Uh, but experts offered Becker some hope, saying that they confirmed the bone belonged to a rabbit, not a dog. So I guess, Becker, it looks like they ate the bones as well. 
Sorry, champ. Do. Please. Press F to pay respects. That is a rough way to go, man. I really... That's that's naughty. But, okay, I'm going to be interested. I hope there's some follow-up to this pub beer garden shenanigans. Maybe we all need... Look, we don't, guns aren't legal. Well, you know, you can get a firearms license over here for a shotgun or a rifle or whatever. But, impractical to carry it around town with you. You know, if this was Texas, open carry, you'd just have a pistol the whole time. Just, you know, pop off a couple of seagulls. No problem. Just day's work, isn't it? It's just, just another day on the streets. But, in England, you can't. What are you going to go for instead? Nunchucks? Easy enough to hit yourself in the face, isn't it? Set of brass knuckles? You've got to get in close for that, haven't you? You've got to get in close. But, bird of prey, if everyone just had a bird of prey on their shoulder the whole time, maybe, maybe that's the sort of safety and security that we need to keep out the menace of the cannibal drunk seagulls. You know, perhaps if everyone is packing heat, and by that I mean a kestrel, maybe we'd all be safer. It's worth thinking about. I don't know if you could prepare a scientific study for that either, but I'd like Boris to at least mention it in Parliament, or if Corbyn wants to put his finger out and actually do something of worth for once, maybe he'd bring that up at the next Prime Minister's question time. Corbs? What? Cor- right, Corbyn? Yeah, if maybe, for once, it dropped this whole bloody 19-year-old politics student beret roll-up bloody communist malarkey, drop that for five minutes and start tackling the real important questions as to whether or not everyone should be legally required to carry a kestrel with them at all times and would bring that up to Bojo at Prime Minister's Question Time. Yep, maybe, you know, maybe we'd be able to forgive his large-scale incompetence. Maybe. Why Why again does it fall to me to come up with all the good ideas? Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. This country's gone to the dogs. Um, half, half light. Half light. That's called Call Back. It's on Viper Records. Rowdy. This is a contender.
Ah, yeah, it was Gordon the Gopher in the broom cupboard, but Andy Peters, wasn't it? That's Saturday morning kids TV in the 90s, not Cluedo. Jesus, Nick Brock has given some serious information here about about Big Gord, Big Gordy, Gordon the Gopher. Wow. So Andy Peters, you might remember, the presenter. Yeah, after Peters went all fitness model, yeah, he was jacked. Jesus, you'd see him on like Saturday Kitchen or something like that. Fucking tat. He was all, all, he was, yeah, he was jacked out of control. He was bodied up. Uh, it says, after Andy Peters went all fitness model, I heard Big Gord started arranging illegal bare-knuckle matches. Yeah, succumbing to IV Brazilian vitamins. He lost it in a pub tear-up. He's doing a 10-bird now for eye-gouging Zippy from Rainbow over who could take the biggest hand up them. True story. Wow. Hey, you wouldn't get gossip like that anywhere else, would you? Hot celeb goss on Coffee and Memes. has finally said something reasonable in the chat everything is a pre-record in a funny sort of way it is it's just determinism this is a great record strong contender for me Absolutely fine. Great stuff. Lovely. Lovely. Lovely! Uh, it's not a cloak of invisibility. Pervert plane passenger performs sex act under a blanket on a packed flight as sunlight reveals everything. That is audacious. That is an audacious move. A uh, headline like that can only come from the sun. Pervert plane passenger performs on packed flight. Uh, okay, let's uh, have a look at the... Uh have a look at the video. 
Shocking footage shows a pervert plane passenger performing a sex act on a Delta Airlines flight in front of other horrified travellers. Oh! Oh, well, they blurred. Oh! I feel like we haven't been in Salt Lake in a while. <laughs> right? Or you actually have recently. Oh, my days. Okay, so for anyone listening, imagine if you put a sheet over your head, like you were pretending to be a ghost, and then pretend it's a sort of cloak of invisibility, uh, and you are sat on a plane, a busy packed plane, pervy packed plane, and you're just cracking one out underneath the sheet. Uh, It's quite something. That's quite special. The clip was filmed by a person sitting in the same row as the young man who is seen sitting next to the window with blanket covering him. Um, it is unclear which Delta flight the incident took place on, although it appears the journey, journey was somewhere in the US. Despite covering himself with a sheet, the man left the window blind up, meaning sunlight illuminating his solo sector sex act to other passengers. I think even in relative darkness it would be fairly obvious what's going on there. The traveller who filmed the incident posted the footage on Twitter. Oh, God. He wrote, absolutely the most foul thing I've ever experienced on a flight. All right, just so just on a flight, like, what's the most foul thing you've ever experienced ever? Like, I mean, that's a pretty rough situation to find yourself in. Are we going to get back to this bloody nonsense where they're like, yeah, I just think it just makes flights a lot more uncomfortable. And I think it's a bad environment uh, for women. And I just, I, 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 you know, I just don't think I, I, I would be less likely to want to take flights. You know, it's like, no, no, no. Sling, it, sling him in the neck. Like he's cracking one out in, like, in a public place. That's, that's not supposed to happen. This is not something that you're just like, yeah, I guess we just have to accept this sort of thing now. This is just the sort of thing that, you know, people just have to put up with. You know, it's, yeah, I don't like it, but, uh, you know, people are going to do it. Try, um... I sat next to this kid. All right, how old is he? Like, is he 13? Maybe give him a pass. Uh, I sat next to this kid, and midway through the flight, he starts openly masturbating next to us, and he's dumb enough to have the window up to see right through the blanket. I want to see the... Uh, where's the... Um, uh, uncut version. Plain... Blanket... Masturbation... Video. Uh, come on, guys. Um, Aircrew laugh. A woman complaining. She's. Uh, come on, what? This. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Um, videos. Let's find find the vids. Oh, there's a lot of masturbation on plane videos. Okay, this is the deliberately. Okay, I've gone down a, a rabbit hole here, so perhaps I, perhaps I need not go down. Perhaps there's something to look at, you know, off air, you know, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, all right, we've, we've lost my place now. Um, Twitter users reacted with a mix of horror and disgust at the footage. One wrote, I would have snatched the blanket. What, sucked him off? Another joke, give the man some privacy. <laughs> Third posted, sir, they don't have bathrooms on planes anymore? I mean... Oh, that's it. That's the end. That's the end of the story. Okay. Not so he just sort of got away with it scot free. No, he wasn't confronted by it. He wasn't. Wow, Daniela Westbrook is 
going at it. Okay, she's doing her thing. Daniela Westbrook rakes muck in her knickers uh, as she the country. As she the country after rehab. Rakes muck in her knickers as she the country after rehab. <sighs> Even the sun, probably yeah, news site of the year. Let that sink in. The Sun newspaper website, thesun.co.uk, news site of the year. I uh, can't even get a headline about Daniela Westbrook shoveling shite after rehab. Correct. Sad time to be alive, guys. Sad time to be alive. Uh, more pervs. Here he is, our friend. Our friend who likes horses. Our friend from the other side. And by other side, I mean wrong side of... Um, Reality? No, not reality. Woman walks naked through London as UK bakes in scorching heat wave. God bless her. This is an odd uh, story that I couldn't be asked to read. Mum branded as thick as mincemeat after sharing plastic bags. Life hack. I've never heard the term thick as mincemeat. I, I mean, I could imagine that being used perhaps if you're looking at the word thick, like with two Cs. Uh, but thick as mincemeat. What a bizarre... It's a bizarre comparison. I guess, yeah, sure. I don't imagine mincemeat has much in the way of IQ. Um, but, all right, fine. Anyway, um, here's our boy, our hero of sorts. Uh, man with obsession for performing sex acts near grazing horses, jailed again. So I think the last we heard of him, he was up in court, but there had been no sentencing. Um, Malcolm Downs, 62, admitted outraging public decency after being hauled to court for actions near horses in a field in Bude Park, Hull. And to look at him, you could never imagine that he would be any sort of perv. He just looks like a nice, upstanding member of society. Definitely no issues here. You can tell. He doesn't pass the sniff test, does he? He... Uh, a man with an obsession for performing sex acts near horses has been jailed once again. Malcolm Down, 62, admitted out. Yeah, yeah. Hull Crown Court heats heat, heat how Downs had a long, long history. A long, long history of performing sex acts near horses while they grazed. In 2016, he was jailed for similar, totally disgusting behaviour. He also appeared in court in April of this year where he was... Uh, he said... He was planning to see a doctor to seek libido-suppressing drugs after admitting to performing sex acts in public twice in 24 hours. He was initially arrested on February uh, 18, February 18th this year after being reported for his actions, but was let go with a warning. Uh, prosecutor Neil Coxon told the court in April it soon became clear that he was in fact performing a sex act. This activity went on for three to four minutes. His penis was exposed for ten minutes. But I remember this because he was filmed by... Was he filmed by some people? Anyway, there were some witnesses to it. And they said he was at it for about half an hour. And the thing I thought that was odd about that is why are they watching him for half an hour doing it? Surely you'd get your phone out, you'd film it for a little bit, and then maybe you'd call the cops or leave. But there's something strange about watching a man... Like, oh, God, again, I've just become self-aware again. In these moments, they catch me. Like when I was about to sign up for an account with the mirror just so I could slag off a lost whale. I still hate that fucking whale, Benny. Benny the beluga whale. 
Anyway, yeah, I've now become slightly self-aware that I'm discussing the intricacies of catching a man perform a sex act near horses. Just in what in the fucking trickstar broom cupboard <laughs> people watch on the internet. What am I doing with my life? Is this helping people? I hope so. Um, his penis was exposed for about 10 minutes. There he is. He looks fine. Uh, he looks like he's going to the footy and that he's probably got a blade in his pocket. The matter was reported to the police and the defendant was arrested. After being bailed, just 24 hours later, he was caught by a police officer in a field in Bede Park area with his hands around his genitals. He had 12 similar offences among the 35 crimes on his record, uh, as well as nine breaches of an antisocial behaviour order for the same behaviour. Okay, he's got form. The order, which has now expired, was intended to curb Downs' offending and banned him from entering any field or stable or any other areas that contain equine animals in the Humberside police area. That is presumably one of the stranger asbos (laughs) that they have... Uh, given out. His defence barrister, Stephen Robinson, previously said Downs's actions were due to some sort of lapse he can't explain. He said the client was apologetic for the crime. Uh, Judge David Tremberg told him, you know what you're doing is wrong, but you don't appear to be, you appear to be either unable or unwilling to stop yourself. Oh, look, it's got a timeline here. Oh, God, it's long. It is, uh, yeah, wow. Uh, 70s and 80s, Downs was convicted of indecent exposure a number of times. Uh, a hearing previously heard that he was convicted of crimes in 74, 75, 77, 79. It's a little bit... 1974, no one died. 1975, <laughs> someone died. Uh, four times in 1980, uh, with another taken into consideration. Uh, 83 and 86. 2007, so a bit of a gap then, so it looked like he sort of went straight in the 90s, or just didn't get caught. Uh, He was convicted of exposure in 2007 under the new Sexual Offences Act. Um, 2012, Downs appears in court, admitted breaching court orders by threatening behaviour. He was fined 40 quid. 2013, a woman walking her dog saw Downs performing a sex act in front of a horse. He was made subject of an antisocial behaviour order and has broken it at this point five times. Okay, in 2016, Downs appears in court but was spared prison after being caught caught performing a sex act in front of horses twice in as many weeks. Okay, horse owners saw him performing the act while standing next to a black stallion. Wow. Uh, Both knew of him and knew he was prohibited from being in a field with horses, prosecutor told the court. As they saw him, he made off across the field. The court heard Downs was taking part in a program for male sex offenders and had admitted having a sexual interest in horses. Yeah, no shit. 2006, June 2016, Downs was caught performing a sex act in a field containing a number of horses. Uh, a man challenged him after seeing he was stood close to horses, claimed he had been urinating. But the resident had taken photos. Right, yeah, this is possibly the bit that I think I was referencing. Um, he was jailed for two years. It was later cut down to one year on appeal. Uh, to, uh, April 2019, despite a period of three years of not committing any acts, or at least not getting caught, Downs, once again, was seen performing a sex act in a public place twice within 24 hours, jail for eight months. July 2019, Downs is back in the dock for outraging public decency and appeared at Hull Crown Court July 29. So he got how long? Jailed again. Don't say how long for. Anyway, fella's got issues, right? Fella's, fella's got stuff going on, hasn't he? He's got... 
he's trying. I guess he's trying. He's trying to live his truth, but it sort of depends on what your truth is, whether or not that is a productive way to spend your time. Like you know, if your truth is like, I'm going to just go out and I'm going to help people. I'm going to take on the responsibility of helping others. Sure, go out, and live your truth. Live your truth. If your truth is, I just want to whack off in front of horses. Maybe, maybe you need to start living a lie. Maybe, maybe the lie could be taking on the responsibility to help others. Maybe, because your truth is, it's a bit mucky, mate. A bit mucky, and it's ended you up in the nick. Well, on that note, guys, it's the end of the show. Um, what have we learnt? <laughs> Very little. If someone, I don't know, but maybe someone listening might like to just sort of, over the course of the show, I remember on Russell Brand's podcast, they had Mr. G, who would write a poem about all the stuff that had gone on in the show. I'm not asking anyone to write poetry. God knows I don't want any poetry on the show. But if, if people could sort of concoct what they feel might be the moral of the show <laughs> at the end. I mean, perhaps the moral of this show is live your truth unless your truth is gross and then live a lie. Maybe. Uh, guys, thank you to everyone that's supporting on Patreon. You're wonderful humans. It is because of you that I can keep doing the show every day. Without you, couldn't. Because, you know, bills have got to be paid. And it's actually quite expensive uh, running a station and having a new app developed that takes longer than it should. And, um, you know, paying for associated costs of uh, running the station. Um, so thank you so much to everyone that's supporting financially on Patreon. If you want to support, donate a couple of quid a month or something, you can go to threshold.fm, go to donate, and all the information you could ever desire is there. And if you support for $10 a month or more, you get your name read out at the end of the show. And you have the potential to finally earn the respect of your friends and family. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and you join the ranks of Greg Cornford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hutton, P- Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Matty Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, Andrew Heischelbeck, John Finnison, BDR Crew, uh, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Cooper, Gendry Lightfield, James Parry, Hendo Bartendo, Lady Squiffington, Neon the Menace Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, Gold, No STDs, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphreys, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Elson, Tyron Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive Sidetrons, Sachi Superior, John Bass, Nicholas Dorsey, Chris Bates, The Build, Carissa Bartholson, Carissa Bartholson, Odin Batesley, Fuller D, Daniel Jeffrey Flaxis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dab Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Mr. Happy the German Trans Overlord of DMB, Cosmic Waft, don't let you keep your cool tool in the motor pool. Don't let you meet life. Nick Brock, Mustang Philly, Sean Simpson, Robin Carr, Sam House, Hugh Danner, Sarah Hunt, the Hitchmuffs, L Tech, Willay, Ben Vogo, Dan Tweed, Lupe Zalazar, Big Wodge, My Hill, Marty Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Carl Williams, Tom Skipper, unfortunately it's George DC, Anthony Sharp and Claudio loves me. Guys, also Patreon people, there'll be a new episode this week, I'm guessing at the weekend, um, of Jungle Ate My Hamster. Uh it <laughs> uh, uh, it uh, features an eventful Christmas party at the call centre. Um, I feel you will enjoy it. Um, for anyone that's not subscribed, if you, if you do get on the Patreon, uh, you also get access to my audiobook, Jungle Ate My Hamster, uh, which plots the course of a young buffoon attempting to make it as a, uh, a hip rave DJ and all the associated silliness, failures and general disgust from the women in his life. Uh, and I think you will enjoy it. Hashtag relatable content. Um, Anyway, guys, look, I'll be back at three for Rankin's not pre-record, for Rankin's records. 
and I'll just be playing the best drum and bass ever pressed a vinyl if that's okay with you. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, tonight, also, we have our boys from the other side, uh, the Eastern Front lot, Mr. Merck, Conflict, The Likes at 7 o'clock, and Life at 9, Hugh Downer, um, our boy Duff with the All Aboard show. So, can get on that gear, mate. It's good gear, all right? Guys, I love you. I'll see you at 3. Okay, goodbye.